Welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today while I am full cold. This is episode <laughs> 157. If my voice sounds funny, it's because I have a naturally funny voice, but also because I have a cold. No, no, no. You have a fucking swinger flu. Swinger flu. You have fucking swinger flu. Fucking swinger flu, darling. <laughs> so I'm not joined by Mr. H today. I don't know who I'm joined by. Why have you become a pirate of the Caribbean? <laughs> Some kind of swing a Lothario is the place hey, you. I don't think you can really call no, me a swing a Lothario. Sure? Should we explore it? Well, we more? are going to explore some oh, of that. Oh, rhymed. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I think we're going to call this one like our slutty weekend and we'll come on to that. Although actually that has nothing to do with my voice that really? weekend. It's no. the previous weekend. Ah, okay. Yes. There I was... Yeah, yes. it was fine. Anyways, this is episode 157. We've got some a, a small amount of admin that we want to get out of the way. And it's going to be very small because you haven't got much voice. Well, you said that you're going to drive this one and that you I shall deliver you, all the voice I will. and all the details. All and, of the voice And talent. all the naughty bits you're going to describe in great sordid detail. And, yeah. Slutty McSlutterson's. Slutty McSlutterson, I expect. Yeah. Dripping pussies. Oh and my God, no. Cocks spaffing all over the place. Where were you? Where was, was I? I? somewhere else. <laughs> I am not saying the P word. Yeah, you will. You'll be fine. Anyway, the one thing that I do want to mention before we get into the cut and thrust of this mm. episode is we've got a hot summer nights party on the 15th of July at Penthouse Playrooms. Yes. Now, this is a really cool party mm. and we've only got a few tickets left. So there's yeah. still a chance to get some. We're actually taking over a hotel as well at the same time. So you get to stay in a hotel full of wonderful lifestyle swinging people ah. and also go to a wonderful club. And have an amazing night. Yes. So that means you get to all live the shame of what you did the night before when you turn up in the lobby the next day. And you two can all get swinger flu. Yes, exactly. You two <laughs> could sound as cool as I do. Like your voice is gone and it's all rumbly and like you're auditioning yeah. for James Old Jones. Note, I do not have swinger flu. Yeah, I know. It's funny that, isn't it? Yes. I know, right? Really interesting. I think I was just due a cold. You can't, I keep saying, you can't be due don't a cold. Don't you be calling me a can't? You, you don't like book it into your calendar and have like um, a bi-monthly cold. What? This is not true. You've contracted this because you have been kissing people. Well, it's funny you should say that. Because it is, isn't it? There was a situation that we're going to talk about <laughs> soon. A situation. Where, where we, we weren't going to be kissing people and then all of a sudden and somebody, then all of a sudden you were. somebody was, which was you primarily. And, mm -hmm. but you were lucky enough not to get a cold off the back of it. So El elucidate. I, I will elucidate as mm -hmm. long as my voice holds up. But You're firstly, a loose date. <laughs> I am a loose date. It's, ah. it's very true, especially after the copious amount of alcohol that we consumed over our slutty weekend. Yeah. So we recently held our own social. Yeah. Oh, before I get into that, if you want to get tickets to oh, the yeah, yeah, hot uh, summer nights party, and we'd love you to tickets. come along. Uh, check out the show notes, look us up on Twitter, find us on Fab, wherever you've find us basically yeah. and you'll be able to, to mostly in a pharmacy at the moment <laughs> <laughs> do you know what right i've got a random thought of the day do you want to hear it go for it 
<laughs> Go for it. It will give your beautiful pipes a chance to rest whilst I muse through this, what I've been musing on today. Okay, go on then. <laughs> now, don't laugh at me, but you know it's when I say that, it's going to be something stupid, right? Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. bracing myself All right, for okay, this. Okay. I can't laugh too much. You've got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my random thought that is going through my head today. So I went to the doctors today, right? And yep. so I'm, I'm not going to go into all that, but I went to the doctors and I had an examination uh, that involved removing some underwear. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And whilst that was happening, <laughs> to take my mind off all this, I had a random thought. Were you playing Pokemon? Because that wouldn't no, surprise me uh, if that was... <laughs> I had to make eye contact with a doctor for some reason. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my random thought was this, right? Now, I'm not like a big deal or anything or a celebrity in the world of any kind of thing. Although no, we re- do have a bit of a Twitter following. You're really not a celebrity. Right, but no, you need to listen because this is what I'm musing, right? Okay, all right. It occurred to me that when famous people go to the doctors or the hospital or to have an examination involving any kind of parts that are covered by clothes normally. Are you thinking about how they break the Hippocratic Oath and go home and like, oh yeah, I... Don't steal my thunder. Okay, all right. You've got no voice, remember? Pipe down. All right, I'm sorry. What was going through my head, right, Hmm? was I wonder if... Doctors and nurses and whatnot sit there and think, hmm, I recognise this celeb in front of me. I recognise this person. No, I recognise this person. It's like someone who's been on telly or someone who's famous. And I wonder if, right, they have their own celebrity medical panel that they go to to avoid the shame of just going to a random GP and taking their knickers off and and letting the doctor see all their nevelations. Or do you think they just like suck it up and go, you know what, I've got to go and have someone look at my muff today. So this is happening. And if he recognises me, then so be it. Well, I, I imagine it's a bit of column A and column B, depending on how much money they've got and where they live. Yeah. So if in the UK, they might well just go to a regular doctor they've had, they've been registered to or for for a long yeah. time. So it makes sense to go to that doctor because they know your history. They know how you can react. Yeah. But if you've got a, ton of money then you might as well throw it at you know yeah but what if you have to go there like as an emergency do you reckon Gwyneth Paltrow like strolls into A&E and they're like oh I've seen this muff before on a candle <laughs> <laughs> I I imagine that they go to more private clinics mm. sort of, I wonder what level of status you have to be celebrised to, to get I don't think it's celebrity based I think it's money based fast track that I think there is a, a level of money that you throw at the problem I don't think they because yeah. Don't forget, you pay for you know healthcare in the states quite well, substantially. So British ones, then. Don't know. I, I imagine mm. they go through things like Booper or whatever. So us, us mere like Z listers have to cope with the shame of like <laughs> getting our knickers off on a Wednesday afternoon. The doctors and <laughs> wondering if like oh, I wonder if anyone goes and they're sort of wondering. Oh, I, know, I always wanted to see this person's so mouth, and here it is. We're in Southampton, right? Are you thinking that like our doctor <laughs> has seen like Craig David's like penis at some point? Maybe. Maybe. Or back in the day, Benny Hill. Benny Hill. That, that, and there ends the famous um, people from our, our local wait, area. Wait, no, there's someone else. Um, the chap who played Bane. Tom Hardy. Isn't he more He's like, got some th- Southampton connections. Has he? I think he was mm-hmm. more Portsmouth. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, there's the southern area. Okay. Well, we've got a lot to cover, area. but thank you for that interesting diversion. You're welcome. I, I mean, that, that took me through a whole 15 minutes when I was in the surgery, like thinking really? to myself. <laughs> yeah. 
So we're going to talk about a long weekend that we had quite recently. We held our social, which we talked about in previous episodes that sold out really quickly. Oh yeah. So we had 50, 50 lifestyle people, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 <laughs> lifestyle folks turning up yeah. at a secret hidden location, bar, cocktail bar, mm-hmm. and having a whole night together. Vanilla setting. Yes, extremely. Pretty much vanilla venue you know, and vanilla. Very classy. Yeah, very, very classy. Very vanilla. I think, and we'll go on to a little bit about that and that whole approach in a minute. But first, before we got there, we had a delightfully boozy night with friends on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. We had some bottomless cocktails and martinis, which went on into the early hours of the evening. Uh, we managed a, a little bit of a lay-in, I guess, on the Friday morning. Oh, yeah, but we had to be like stupidly early at haircuts and well, whatnot I, the next day. I had day. a haircut reserved for like 12. And, and oh, I appreciate this is just us talking about the weekend. Monster. There are some bits and bobs involved in this that may be a moral or maybe a sexy story. We'll see how it pans out. Mm. But So I had a haircut and I got there and I, I the first thing I said to him, I'm feeling a bit hungover. I'm sorry, like if I'm like a bit crap, yeah, talking and whatever today. And they went, well, today we're actually offering a free drink for every customer. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, go on then. I love Sign it. me up. Sign me up. So I had a little cheeky little rum and coke there. Oh. And actually that did perk me up. And please tell me, Vasid, something for the weekend, sir. Something with the, yeah, short back and sides, please. What yes. I re- what made me laugh about that day is that you did a run. Uh, why? What on earth was I doing? I think we were sort of in this sort of vague, let's get back to normal sort of thought process. And then I had a training session that afternoon. Oh my goodness. I don't know what got into me, but I managed I- to do a fairly respectable run. Well, it was lovely, wasn't it? We were, to be Delightful. fair, we did quite well. And then we were like, what, what are we going to do for tea? And then we went to one of our favourite restaurants, like a charcuterie mm. place, and that was really lovely. And actually, we were able to catch up with a couple of people that had come down early for the social. Yeah. So we, we caught up with the friends, the Disnerds. Yes. And Curious Couple as well. Yes. They've got a number after them, but I'm not sure which number that Maybe. is. But anyway, fine. Say hello, we'll tag you in it or something if you want. <laughs> but that was really nice and that we got to have a little bit of moment before the madness of just having mm. a bite to eat. Uh, we weren't really drinking that night. No, I wasn't. had two drinks maybe because, you know, again, I'm not a monster. No, not a monster at all. And <laughs> having a bit of a, a sort of chat and catch up with some friends really. And that was, yeah, that was a nice lead in to the sort of, we knew that the Saturday was always going to be quite hectic. Yeah. So having that calm before the storm was, was really useful. But then Saturday, everyone came down. Well, yeah, Saturday. <laughs> all our friends. Lots of people sort Stag of. Stag and Vixen yeah. arrived. And, oh, the lovely pina coladas, I want to say. Two pina coladas. Yeah. I, I think that's what they're called. I don't do Twitter so much, as you know. Oh, I know that. I know. And we all came around and you made like a million lemon drop cocktails. I was absolutely in full on host mode. <laughs> because, they, I mean, they, they all came to us and Secret Stag and Secret Vixen were staying at ours, in fact. Yeah, shocker. I mean, they've got a key to the house, so they might as well. It makes sense. <laughs> and then the pina coladas. Next time you can make the bloody lawn. He stays here so much. <laughs> <laughs> We'll try that. We'll see if we can get that to, to work. <laughs> Good luck convincing either one of them to yeah. mow little. Uh, this this can be your challenge for the next time. Anyway, so I was in full on host mode, making cocktails, making food. Yeah, and then we got to about an hour and a half before we had to start getting ready. Oh. And it was a bit of a sort of run around the house. I know. Sort of quick, everyone quickly showering, chucking stuff on. I was like, I know I've got like at least three hours to get ready. It'd be fine. No, left myself about 90 minutes in the end. <laughs> Absolute madness. So, but that's fine because then I didn't have to like faff around like, procrastinating about things I just literally went and got ready which was good and then we all piled into a cab and we went to the venue now before we start talking about the event and how Mm. that went I want to talk a little bit about sort of how we how we handle social events 
because I think that's really important. And one of our sort of rules is that well, typically, because we, we do two, a few different kind of events, but one of them is what we call the social. Yeah. The social is normally in a vanilla venue. We don't normally tell the people that we're hosting a bunch of swingers or lifestyle folks or ethically non-monogamous people, because one of the things that, that we're worried about or that concerns, concerns us sometimes is that people might be identified and we, the last mm-hmm. thing we'd want is for people to be, know that the venue is holding this sort of event with this sort of people. And the, and the event owners know that the kind of people that are frequenting the party. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons. But one of the other reasons is it's a tremendous amount of extra admin, <clears throat> in a sense, because you need to have some additional conversations, I think, um, to try and frame the the event you're having and reassure them that it's it just happens to be a collection of people with, you know, um, a common hobby. <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone's going to be, you know, getting down to some crazy orgy. It just means that, you know, we, we may have some more colourful conversations or there might be some flirting and some light making out, maybe. Well, I think, this, and this is the thing, is that we know realistically that getting a bunch of swingers together is going to be, it's going to be moments where people don't behave the yeah. way that you anticipate. And I think previous socials, we've had some moments where people have made out yeah. and that's fine. That's and fine. we can live with that because that would happen in a normal club and whatever. It would happen in any work party. At really. our Christmas one, it escalated the point where there was a make out circle. There was some, should we say some action in the middle of the dance floor. And there was also someone making out with someone else for like a, a whole period of time. Mm. Yeah. There Which, was definitely some lifting of skirts involved as well. Yeah. So I think, our reticence on sort of saying, hey, doing the like making out or whatever is fine is because what we don't want to do is for things to escalate beyond the point where we can't control them anymore. Yeah, it kind of opens the floodgates and, and it, it's almost like a carte blanche for you to just do what you want because we've said, hey, it's fine. So occasionally when we when we put the rules out there and, and we say, OK, we, we pref- we'd, we'd ask that people prefer behaved in a, in a social setting. It's though they were out with their partner. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, I expect there would be a bit of kissing. I expect there's a bit of contact or whatever, but I wouldn't expect people to be dry humping in the corner. And I think that's the kind of, <laughs> that's the kind of line that we're trying to draw. But if you encourage, if you say, yeah, kissing and making out is fine when you're organising these things, mm, then people will always escalate beyond, mm. beyond what, what's deemed acceptable. You they take a mile. This is really true. So we had a few people get in touch. I would say a few people. We had one person get in touch. It was sort of like, you know, what what's this deal with this kissing rule? Mm. And I think, we, we had to be really honest and explain why we feel this is really important because actually when you're hosting the event, when it's your money down the line and your reputation and also your local area, it's really important to try and protect that as much as you can. And if you're setting the rules, mm. you need people to be able to behave. Plus you want to go back to the venue maybe without the shame of them saying, oh, I knew it. You know, you know, a bunch of swingers can't even behave in a public environment for a few hours. And, and that's really not the case. And and that's where we've kind of stood with it, particularly yeah. having had our fingers burned at the last event or one of our last events. We wanted to encourage people to behave in the right way, obviously within the sort of flexibility of knowing that a few people are going to make out and it's going to be a bit flirty, but that's probably where we're going to end up. Yeah. So, it, But it is quite difficult because you have to manage people's expectations of what they're going mm-hmm. to get at the event. And if people are new, the last thing we'd want to do is for everyone to be frightened away because it's a whole sort of fucking make-out circle well, going What's the on. other thing? There's so many new people at these things sometimes and you don't want, as you say, you don't want them running scared and thinking, my God, I've come to a party and already people are exposing breasts and, you know, lifting dresses and things. So you just don't want people to run scared and think that that's the norm. Yeah. But when, 
you know, we, we, we get together in a public place. And I think we were already, already in a space where I think my, my perception of the last event that we talked about this on, on one of our podcasts was that I'd had a bit of a sort of negative experience hosting the mm. event. So I was really sort of, I was a little bit anxious about the event, although it was a group of really mm. 50 really close people, relatively close people mm-hmm. um, that we've met before or have been to our previous events. I was still a little bit anxious about the whole thing because I'd had that negative experience at a, at a thing that we'd done. So I wanted mm-hmm. this one to go really well. I wanted people to be on top form. But also I was really looking forward to seeing everybody. Yeah, me too. So how did it go, dear? Talk about it a bit. Oh, you're going to stop talking? <laughs> my voice is going. I'm doing my best. Good. Thank God, I'm getting a word in <laughs> Um, Yeah, do you know what? It was an absolutely lovely, lovely feeling to just see people we start we know start to come through the doors and you know say hello to people and you know give them a drink and a little goody thing it's really lovely um so it started filling up quite a lot actually and we we were a bit worried about size I think at one point of the venue we weren't sure how it would feel when they were at full capacity but actually we had the the you know the patio doors as well and it was all moved around furniture wise so everyone could stand if they wanted and there was plenty of seats we had some lovely food around as well which was really lovely um, and so all our guests arrived pretty much by, I don't know, like nine, 10 o'clock maybe. I think so. Pretty much before then. Um, bar staff were amazing. They were just like knocking out amazing cocktails all night. And it was absolutely fabulous to see everyone looking amazing. Everyone dressed beautifully. I think there were a couple of things of note that, mm. that sprung to mind. So we, we'd created a playlist for the event as we often do for these kind of things. Mm. And I'd created like a three, three and a half hour piece of this playlist. And then you'd added another three hours hours. to it. And we started playing it and it was playing all of my part of the playlist first, (laughs) which you're absolutely vehemently against. You're like, no, we're not having done this. We need to do a shuffle. Shuffle it. it." So then it became a game, people, (laughs) as to guess which, which one of us had picked that song, which is good fun. Yes. You know, just random people coming up to me and going, is this your song? <laughs> oh, no, it's not yours. And then DuckTales came on and everyone knew it was my song, clearly. Yeah. Is that, that that kind of word. I think there was a really good atmosphere and people were really engaging. Mm. Uh, there weren't many absolute dicks, to be fair. No, I don't think I saw any dicks, actually. No, I think people not, generally... Not physical or literal. <laughs> I think generally people were, were relatively well behaved. Though at one stage, I mean, people were, were starting to push boundaries. I think we get to, typically it gets to about three quarters of the night mm. in and people have, have gone through that chatty phase. They're kind of excited. They've settled in. Made some connections Made some connections. Already. And then sometimes the odd kiss starts to happen. Yeah. And I was expecting that to happen, to be fair, because it's not, that's not terrible. That's what fine. I did not expect though, was for oh, a yeah. bunch of people to come running because there was a little outside oh, yeah. space in this inside to tell me that mm. Mrs. H had kissed somebody. <gasps> Egads. Egads. Surely not. Surely not. But this is exactly what happened. Oh, really? It was like a swathe of people and it was almost like, <laughs> it's on, she's doing it. So with the rules are broken, the <laughs> floodgates are open. Let's all, you know, like let the orgy in commence. It was almost this sort of domino effect <gasps> so of people dramatic. coming through. So I didn't, I didn't witness this thing, but do you want to tell us what happened? Of course. <laughs> Well, I think people were being a little bit dramatic. Um, I was sitting outside in the cooler air because it was quite warm. And I was talking to the lovely toofers, two two of us. Yep. And, uh, oh, goodness me, there were quite a few people out there. I think uh, Disnerds might have been out there. You, you won't believe how many people have managed to cram outside. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, oh, and what was really funny was next door there was a club and it was pumping out like the most ridiculous like dance music it was like, in their little <laughs> gar- like downstairs garden. It was just like, what? <laughs> However, I digress. Um, and then uh, Lord Voldemort of his cocktail tail fame, uh, I believe, came and uh, pulled up a seat next to me. Fame? And sat next to me. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, and we were just having a little chat and, you know, it's, it's really nice to reconnect with them because I do miss seeing, you know, some of our longer standing sort of friends in my lifestyle that we don't always get to see as much. Mm. It was just a nice little reconnection. Um, and there was a moment where we, I think we just shared um, a touch of the lips. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. You touched your lips. We, we touched lips. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to elaborate on that? Which ones? That was it. Oh, you fiend, you beast. <laughs> no, not those lips. Um, no, we just, we leaned, we leaned in and we literally just touched lips. I can 100% confirm there were no tongues, no open mouthed kissing occurred, uh, which sounds extremely clinical, but there was no open mouth kissing. No, none of that. There was absolutely none of that. It was literally a, a lean in face to face and a kind of a, a a, a touch of the lips and then we pulled apart again. Okay. That was it. Well, the funny thing was that the reaction from people oh, was... Oh, I know. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. It was a ripple of people coming through <laughs> and te- did you see what Mrs. H, she, Mrs. H has done this? It's, we could do anything we want now. Well, now I could understand it if I'd, if I'd leaned in and there'd been some kind of real tonsil hockey going on, but there was not. But I think it was more the fact that we we clearly had leaned in, you know, and there was a moment and possibly people misconstrued that to be a kind of, they're going to properly kiss, like Maybe. properly, properly kiss, but we didn't. And, and you know what, the CCTV at that place. And if I'm, if I'm put to trial, I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Objection here, say. Well, I think. I there think were no mega pints consumed. <laughs> has that happened? I think there was a change in atmosphere. Certainly. It was quite where, funny though. Where people had sort of, I think the other person had shared the kiss or whatever here oh, and there. Yeah, and stuff, obviously. There had been. But I, I think people were like a little bit more brazen about it. It's like, well, we, you know, they can't tell me In off. In fact, already this. on that very balcony, not 10 minutes beforehand, there had been a couple of people who were um, kind of outside by the door. And one of them did turn to me and say, is, is this okay? And I said, you're outside. It's fine. Like, don't just don't be a dick kind of thing, you know? And I think part of this is around, we want to be respectful to the venue. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, not make them feel awkward no. in this sort of situation. Um, I mean, the whole thing went went off really well. It, we stayed sort of like half an hour, forty five minutes later than normal, as per normal, right? Everyone's sort of like, "Hey, what's what's the after party?" And I'm like, "Have, have, have we not done enough for you? Have we not organised enough <laughs> of a party? And now you want the after party?" Mm, Go before we gloss over this completely, though. Yeah, good sir. Uh-huh. It's worth noting here that Lord Snoggington of Snog Manor there. Uh, who's this? You. Oh, okay, me. What have I done? Uh, we, we didn't, well, after the uh, alleged floodgates were opened, as you put it, yeah. um, it then did become a little bit more playful uh-huh. in the area. Generally speaking, people were just getting a little bit more, oh, I'm just having a little kiss. Yeah. There was nothing more than that. I know that. Um, it was absolutely fine. But it was just more, there were more frequent kisses occurring. Yeah. And you were definitely one of them. 
You kissed me. No, no, no. You kissed a number of people. Yeah, I did. Yeah, exactly. So but, I just don't want to gloss over that little fact. Okay, I did that once. Everyone was like uh, in, the, in that space where they were all, <laughs> all, all really happy. I think what was what was really nice, actually, because I did sort of give myself permission to sort of relax and chill out. And yeah. often when you're on hosting duty, and I said this in that, that previous episode, you kind of get carried away with trying to look after people, making yeah. sure that you're looking after everything, checking everything with the venue and making sure you're on target for whatever drinks budget that you've got to hit all this kind of stuff and I think after a certain period we sort of relaxed into it and I let myself just chill out yeah no, and I think as a result I really enjoyed myself and had a really fun night yeah it was great but it, it, you know there were some moments where I did kiss some people mm, I only kissed one you only kissed one mm. no you kissed two at least two all right you as well. three if you include me hang on who's the second one uh I, I will talk about this later this definitely was a third one I'm sure lies yeah, I'm sure there was, of lies. Yeah, no, I'm don't. just I'm fairly sure it was just Anyways, however, Hmm. as per normal, we wrap up and getting people out of there is like herding (laughs) bloody cats, which is typically, it's never easy getting people to leave the venue. They've had a really good night. Um, The venue themselves, once once we managed to get everyone to clear out and it was just really us and Secret Stag and Secret Vixen left and the venue were really happy. Mm. They were really, really positive. They Mm. made a fuck ton of cash. And we always do badges for our events. It's something that I've always loved doing and it gives people a little keepsake. And we try to make them sort of a bit naughty, but but not sort of too obvious. Yeah, no dicks going in tacos. Yeah, nothing like that on the badges. <laughs> Imagine but, that, that'd be a funny badge. <laughs> but we were able to give the venue a couple of badges yeah. and they were absolutely over the moon because the, the sort of badge referenced their venue yeah, in a way. Really nice. So they were really, really chilled. Um, they thought it was a really fun crowd. They were really happy about everything. They'd welcome us back. So I think I think we, we absolutely walked the line there on that mm. one. And I think we, we managed to get it to a space where everyone was felt they could they could interact with each other in a good way, but no one pushed the boat out so much that, that anyone was upset or no. any damage was done. So that and was, I think lots of people then went off and went and made their little connections in the various hotels they were staying at. Yeah, I mean, it Lovely. looked like, I mean, it was great because we jumped in a cab and it was really fun because as we were driving along in the cab, we could see all these sort of sets of couples <laughs> ganging up together and some of them were making out and some of them were holding hands and stuff as we, as we left the venue. That was really, really cool. Um, less cool was that I was waving frantically at all of them and no one waved back at me, but that's fine. I mean, I understand it. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Yes. Should have wound down the window and yelled out of the cab, but that, that would have been excessive for <laughs> that time of night. Anyway, so that, the night didn't end there. No, we went back to our abode. Went back to our abode and it ended up being quite a late night, right? Oh, again. Because we were just chatting and yeah, catching up like and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, by this point. <laughs> and it's just us two and Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. And it's quite clear uh-huh. that Secret Vixen and I want to do a sex on each other. All right. I think that's quite apparent. I'm, I'm, I'm talking on her behalf. She'd probably absolutely kick my ass <laughs> for saying that. But I think it's fair that we were like, hey, it'd be really nice if we did some, had some fun and had some playtimes. Uh-huh. You and Secret Stag yeah. were absolutely knackered. Oh my God, we were so tired. It was like they were leaning on each other. Yeah. And... They kept nodding off, doing the old person. I'm just resting my eyes, suddenly flinging themselves awake. I'm not asleep. I'm, not I'm just asleep. resting my yeah, eyes. Yeah, I, I, I could do a sex. Yeah. Oh. oh. So you absolute beast. I don't know where you got your energy from. Well, I was dead. I mean, you always ask where I get my energy from. I yeah. don't think it ever really goes away. Have you got like a secret stash of Red Bull somewhere? No, I don't. I am. I did swallow like about twelve what? batteries. Oh. What? 
<laughs> so like literally the Energizer bunny as well. So, but it was, it was really funny because you two were like, well, we're not really going to do very much. We're just going to lie here. On, I couldn't, on, I was physically uh, incapable. You, well, I think you were both absolutely knackered and you two yeah. lay there and cut on and then turned to us two and said, right, you've got 19 minutes. I don't know why I gave that arbitrary figure. I think that's because that took you to half past three in the morning oh, or something to God. that point. Yeah, actually that's right. Because that, that was your absolute cut I gave off, you an absolute time absolute limit. Deadline. It's like, you get it done. And it's like, <laughs> right, you two have got that. And after that, we don't... You're so going to bed. You're going to bed and, and <laughs> all the lights are going off. The TV's going off and, just, and we will smother you with a pillow until you Basically. are unco- unconscious, which I think was the... I mean, that could have started a whole new sex thing. A whole new sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very different angle. So we, Secret Vixen and I got to it pretty quickly. Yeah. While well, you two were cuddling. Yeah. So... Literally, I went down on her mm-hmm. and I sort of, I'm sort of going down on her and it's all very exciting. And I look up and you two are literally sort of in each other's arms, like koala bears. Sleeping. Pretty much sleeping. <laughs> we were genuinely. Pretty much sort of dozing. Gently snoozing on the bed next to you because we, we had no energy for anything else. And I, so she comes, right? And yeah. it's, got, it's not loud, but it's enough to, to stir the, the, the beast that is. Secret stag. A little bit. A little bit. And he wakes up and he's sort of, or, or sort of. Well, a, one bit of his awake. Yeah, one bit of his is awake. So he's then sort of, oh, so he's playing with himself and you're playing with him, I think. Um, I was playing with him. You were playing with him. In my sleep. In your sleep. So you're sleep wanking mm. him. Yeah. I genuinely was sleep wanking him. Whilst I start fucking secret vixen. Basically, yes. So, and I and think, he was happy to just let me crack on because he was too tired to raise his hand. I think he was sort of <laughs> propped up so he could just basically see what was going on yeah. if he sort of opened his eyes slightly. Yeah. But I, I don't think he even needed to really open his eyes much because we were just, obviously we were next to stuff happening <laughs> and we could hear noises. And um, I, yeah, basically sleep wanked him. Well, you sleep wanked him. You fucked Vixen. Because <laughs> she pretty much had her legs over her head at this point because it was quite a, like we 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 got to do this now. Well, this is where yeah, we're going you for it. Yeah, you time, to, did you? No, we were. So it was this real sort of um, not animalistic because I don't think that's that primal. would be fair, primal sort of pr- primal time. <laughs> is the new style where you've only got nineteen minutes and you've got to knock it out quickly, but also want to enjoy yourself at the same time. <laughs> so it was very much primal time all. Yeah, and and then see, I I came and then secret stag came. Yeah, and you just went to sleep. I think that's fair, right? Um, well, I was I was awake when I made him come. I'm not completely oblivious <laughs> to that because I was awake enough to tell him not to get it on the bed. <laughs> yeah, the new bed must be protected like, at Don't all times. You dare get it on the bed? Um, yeah, <laughs> facts right here. Um, however, yes, and then immediately after that, we once again were on the edge of just going straight to sleep. I think uh, yeah. I think we finished at the exact time that we were told to finish. So we made Efficient. use of every second of that efficiency, efficiency yeah. set to maximum there you go folks swinging isn't necessarily like four hour orgies sometimes it can be <laughs> achieved in a mere 19 minutes and still have the same output <laughs> <laughs> and be just as hot because actually what's you know putting a time limit and a curfew on something can actually be quite hot yeah it's that time limit's got to be fair you can't be like you get three minutes that's your lot because that's i wouldn't have been that harsh no oh, i know that would have been been mean. I mean, I would have been I mean, able you would to do have it. it twice. Yeah, yeah, I could still fine. do it twice, but that's that's fine. <laughs> so that was our sort of sexy Saturday night, which was really fun, mm. and we sort of all collapsed in a heap. And eventually, they shuffled off to what we've now termed their room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they were asleep before I had 
hit the pillow, or Absolutely she was. Absolutely blotto. And it, we were all knackered. But the next day, we'd booked a brunch for twenty people, which was a moment of madness. Well, I, I no, re- it was nice. I'm glad we did. It was absolutely lovely. So we booked a brunch at like sort of 11 o'clock in the morning. So we literally ran out of bed, had a quick shower, hosed everyone down and just wandered out. And it was so lovely just to see everyone, but also sort of hear about everyone's what, sort of tales of what they've been up to the night oh, before. Some people had hooked up. And- One table particularly, not obviously in name names, but I was so excited for the whole table. I, yeah, there was some it high fives. It was a table fives. of four people yeah. who had all had a great night and I was just I was so happy for them. It's it was like, this is amazing. This is why we do this. And like, was, not why we yeah. were there. We weren't there. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, not that they know. <laughs> but um, it was really nice to hear that a night went really well. Yeah. And a new connection was formed. And I really loved all of that sort of catching up with people. We were switching from table to table, just getting in the way of every waiter in the place, which was quite funny. But it was actually a really lovely way of just sort of reconnecting with everyone, making sure everyone was okay, everyone had a nice time, all this sort of stuff. Not everyone, because only 20 came along out of the 50. But it was a really good means of just sort of tailing off the the end of the social element. I felt pretty good, actually. Um, I don't know why, because I'd consumed a fair bit of booze and I hadn't had much sleep, but I actually felt fairly okay. And I think I was um, coasting away on the kind of adrenaline rush of having had a great night. So as the brunch came to an end, the really cool thing was we had an extra bit of time that we could spend having some fun. <laughs> and one of the things that had happened in the chat before, before the actual mm. social, was that Mr. Disney had put that he was going to go to the football game, Damn. kickball game, or whatever it's called these mm. days. And I think it was Southampton, one of Southampton's last games. I think he he was very keen to to watch Liverpool play. Yeah. So he was he'd managed to get a ticket to go see that. Yeah. As a result, he'd asked in the chat, "Did anyone want to look after Mrs. Disney?" <laughs> so we we said, "Were you up, fastest finger first, by any chance?" <laughs> well, we weren't fastest finger first, but I think we we did reply and said, yeah, "We're happy to to." catch up with her and look after oh, her. Oh no, stuff. what a chore. What a horrible, terrible <laughs> chore. At the same time, we knew that um, Secret Stag and Secret Vixen were going to be sort of staying with us for the evening. Mm. And they had decided that they were going to go off and see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes. Absolute classic, great film, highly recommended. Absolute Solfest. So, and then we could all regather around and catch up together in the evening. So this sounded like an absolute blast of a day to Did me. a little bit. What we didn't know certainly until we caught up with the Disnerds on the on the Friday mm. night, was kind of what we were doing with Mrs. Disnerd. Were we just having a cup of coffee? Were we going to take her out for a bite to eat? What was the deal? Are we just going to watch Disney films? These all <laughs> sounded like delightful options, but it came really apparent that Mr. Disnerd was very keen for us to be sexy with her. And Mrs. Disnerd was obviously keen as well. Oh yeah, but I was always <laughs> leading into that. She seemed quite happy and quite amenable oh, to okay. the idea. That's all right then. So it was a really, really nice little chilled out afternoon. So mm. she dropped him to the football, came back to ours. Yeah. Well, Secret Stag and Secret Vixen obviously went off and saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume mm-hmm. 3. Great. And then we were able to take her upstairs to our new bed. What happened, dear? Tell us. My voice is going rapidly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. So we went upstairs and we actually, we all got naked pretty quick because it was really hot. Hot in a number of ways, I should say. It was really sunny, so it's really, really warm, and everyone was like, it's really warm. But also, it's nice to get naked on a Sunday, and I love a bit of bangover sex. <laughs> if you have a hangover, for some reason, it's all a bit more exciting sometimes. At least I think so. Anyway, we got on the bed, 
and we we had Mr. Snerd in the middle of us and we had a little three-way naked cuddle, which is very nice. <laughs> I like that you're looking at me salaciously over oh, your microphone. Well, what do you want me to say? I can, I can nod and my vo- I'm trying to conserve my <laughs> voice because I know we've got more to talk about after this. <laughs> so we had a, a naked three-way cuddle and then we began kissing as a kind of three, mm-hmm. which is entirely possible. The three of you just kind of kissing. And I think... Think I'm trying to remember you. <laughs> there was definitely some some action for you, a blowjob maybe. I think that both of you started going down on me. Oh, right, we did. You did. Yes, you did. See, there you go. You've got a good memory. Yeah, I do have a good memory. <laughs> I was hoping that you'd be able to say this and attempt to conserve my voice. But anyway, so <gasps> after our three way kiss, you two started going down on me, and then mm. what happened? Then I think. You might have gone down on her. Did you? Is it I just can't e- remember. Is it just easier for me to tell? Yeah, this? I can't remember what happened. <laughs> You're awful at this. Well, I remember or- all the stuff that happened, but not necessarily in the right order. The order doesn't, uh, yeah, I suppose for you, the order is very important. This is how you tell the story, isn't it? Uh, well, maybe. Yes, it's important. All right. So we shared this three-way kiss yeah. and then- You got a double blowjob. Well, in fact, you started going down on me and then she joined you. Yes. And that was really hot. And I was sort of really enjoying all that sort of watching yeah. YouTube, but you were making out at the same time. Mm. And then she was going down on me. And then um, you were going. Oh, I did. I sat on your face. Sat on my face. There we go. Hey, it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to you. Now. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, she was, um, as she was sucking me off, she was holding my balls. There was lots of stuff going on. It was all very exciting. And then. Then we kind of switched around and I started going down on her while mm-hmm. she was playing with you. Yes, that's right. And at that point, you both came at the same time. Mm. Yeah. It was, I, I don't know whether our neighbours were in, but <laughs> they would have heard whatever happened at that point. <laughs> it was really hot. It was really, really sexy. I always like it though when um, a woman makes me come. She was, I can come really quickly as well, I find. But when a woman's doing it. Mm-hmm. So why do you make it so much effort for me? Oh, you can make me come quickly as well. You know you can. Oh, I know. <laughs> you just made me work for it. Um, I think I find a threesome, especially like a threesome with a, a woman and you, as one of my favourite dynamics. Mm-hmm. And it always makes me super turned on. Yeah. Like really turned on. And I find that um, actually climaxing is no difficulty whatsoever. I don't even think about it. I don't struggle in any way. I don't, I don't sort of go, oh my God, is it going to happen? It just happens. Yeah. And sometimes it happens a second time. And and so for me, it's it's a really sexy dynamic. And it was a really sort of passionate moment, I think. Mm. It was kind of all very fluid, very mm. interactive, very responsive. And it was just really hot, actually, because I could see her playing with you mm. while I'm going down on her. And and it, and then she, she came and you came literally yeah, just at the same, same time. time. And then you did your normal... So, you know, what would you like to do, Mrs. Disnerd? Yeah. And then you turned to me and... And I asked if you would like to fuck her. Yeah, which I did. Sounds like you did. I did, yeah. That, <laughs> and that was really hot because you were lying next to us. Yeah. And you were sort of holding her hands whilst yeah. I was fucking her and you and were still sort of kissing, kissing her, her occasion- well. occasionally. It was a really, really sort of powerful image in my head. It was really hot That's and really true. sexy. And then we sort of chilled out, laid in bed for a bit. And then she had to go and pick him up from the <laughs> yeah. football. And then Secret Stag and Secret Vixen came back. Yeah, and 
we went and sat in the garden and had pizzas. I knocked out like five pizzas. I wonder you were going with that. I know, right? <laughs> I knocked out. It, well, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a naughty evening. No, no. It was more of a um, catch up, reflect and just enjoy the kind of really nice end to a really long weekend. But what I did love about that evening oh is, my God, is <laughs> that we took time out because we really wanted to just chill out and relax. Yeah. And I think by the end of the night, my stomach was aching from how much I laughed because we, we played a whole load of different games. We did some Jackbox stuff. Oh, Jackbox was so, so funny. It transpires that Mrs. Disnerd has a fucking dark, dark as dark <laughs> mind. The stuff she was coming out with was so funny. Just filthy and disgusting and terrifying at the yep. same time, but also hilarious. And then we played Gutterhead, we played which Gutterhead, if you've never played, is well worth an sort investment. Sort of naughty Pictionary, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Yeah. Girls versus boys. The boys won. It was amazing. The girls sucked. We did not. You there was were awful. a level of cheating. And there was no level of cheating. There was extreme cheating because you... You lot I were shall... looking over at what we were drawing. That's and not cheating. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do it. And shouting at the answer at the same time as us. That's fine. That's perfectly fine and normal. But I will be using Secret Vixen's Tears as Lube. <laughs> <laughs> She'll hunt me down and kick me for this. But it was just the but funniest. It was funniest such night. an amazingly funny yeah. night. And honestly, it. it absolutely perfectly rounded up the whole weekend for me because we'd had had naughty times, we'd had adventures, we'd had people back, mm. we had um a threesome, which is one of your favourite things. You did a bit of watching, which you you were enjoying. Had no choice about. You didn't, had no choice about, <laughs> but you know, I enjoyed yeah, not no, watching, I, which is good. I enjoy it, it's fine. And then just to spend it with amazing friends, it really, really sort of wiped over the shitty memories of Sort of not the shitty memories because I think that's doing it in an injustice. It but is. The sort of, it was more your perception of the night. My perception was... of the night. It made me really sort of enjoy all of this stuff, and it made me feel like actually we're we're very very lucky to have such amazing friends. It cements the reasons why we do this. I think it, you know when we're talking about why do we do this, what do we get out of it? This this is why I think when you yeah. have weekends like this, it's impossible not to take away the value that it adds to your relationship and your your life and think I want to do all that again yeah it because it's tremendous it's when it works it works and it's brilliant and it was such a you know so many different elements to that and you know we hosted an event we had people back we hosted people at our mm. house and lots of the weekend was just us socializing with with really great yeah people the, the sex it, is a is a great part of it but it's not especially when I'm doing it <laughs> Um, and it might underpin some of the events that happen, but it's possible to just hang out with awesome people of a like-minded nature and not have sex as well to enjoy yourself. So the other thing that I want to talk about, the following mm. weekend. Oh, okay. So I just want to touch on this because whilst that was the end of our sort of slutty weekend, mm -hmm. we did go to another social the following weekend. Oh, we did. Yeah. So we went to the, the, the Oxford social or one of the Oxford socials. I think there's a few that go oh, I only you know, know this, one. They've previously been run by other people and good friends of ours. Uh, Pop Rocks, uh, I think it's Tigeru or Tigeru Stripe. Tiger Stripes. Tiger Stripes. Tiger, I don't know. Tiger Stripes. Uh, well, and, There's definitely a tiger. Yeah, and L and J UK. Mm. We'll, we'll put the link in in the the show notes so you can yeah. you can see the details. Anyway, they've been to many of our previous events. In fact, yeah. they came along to our social the week before, and they were hosting their own one. Their first following one. Week, the first one. The inaugural is that the right word? I don't know. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, let's go with it. And they were hosting their first one, so we decided to go up there and support them and just mm. just sort of generally chill out. 
it was a really, really good event. It really was so, fun. So they put fun. so much effort in. And honestly, that that thrapple have so much endless enthusiasm and so much sort of boundless time and energy just to sort of make everybody make it make sure everyone has had a good time and they had like really nice little snacks of food lots of they had like little goodie bags they had little badges they had ducks it was all like it was know, plastic ducks it was really really good fun and it was what was really nice as well for us i think was the fact that we could go to this and enjoy much of the same crowd because lots of people had been to mm. our previous events not all of them but many of them yeah quite a few but but actually enjoy that as attendees and guests yeah, rather than, rather than hosts so I, you know and it was very nice just to be able to chill out talk to people catch up uh you know do a little bit of making out with people catch some well flu. let's cover that in a second then shall we so yeah. what i was going to say before we go into your behavior yeah. um is the fact that i love i love the events we host and i love hosting and i love hosting with you um but it does take it out of you it does um, especially after quite a few events and it is you're right. It was really nice to go to someone else's social yeah. and um, not worry about, is there anything going on I should know about? Do I have to, you know, having to go to make sure every single person is okay, like checking things. It was just lovely to kick back and not have to worry. 100%. You didn't even have to like move from your spot in a way. And you really didn't. Well, do you know what? I found a great spot and and there was a quite a rotation of people coming and going to that because it was outside. Yeah. And it was it was really lovely outside as well because it was sunny and it was a nice warm evening and it was a great big table so it was big enough that you could fit so many people around it you didn't you didn't feel like you were you know left out of anything by staying in that spot and I did go inside a few times anyway so were you <laughs> <laughs> but also we were able to catch up with people that we haven't been able to catch yeah. up with normally so we we were lucky enough to have a bite to eat with Mr and Mrs C off of the Twitters again I'll put a link in the show notes if you want that. Hmm. And just be able to get to know them a bit better because they've been to some of our stuff. Very scientific cocktails. Oh yeah, we went to the Alchemist where it was all bubbles and there was an egg Science. thing that, that I swear you're not supposed oh to eat. Oh my god, no, the tongue and the, a weird silicon tongue that they give you with oh, one that drink. Tongue. It was all a bit weird, but yeah. it was a really fun little night and it was really nice getting to know them better because lots of friends know them, mm. but we've not really had time to sort of sit down and properly chat to them and sort of get to know yeah, them no, better. Yeah, no, it was really really lovely, um, and it was lovely to see you know, a few new faces as well at the social that obviously we wouldn't have met before. Yeah. But also, you know, some of the, the, the great people that come to many of our events. Um, you know what? I still had social regret and I think I ne we've never... Social regret? Social, social regret and that I didn't manage to speak to everybody. <laughs> and like, I, I still want to go around and talk to people and if I don't do that, I still feel bad through not having done it. But actually, I'm like, fuck them. You can only do so much. It's not my event and like I talked to people as I saw them. You missed... A classic moment, I have to say. I went inside at one point and spoke to Briz Couple. Yep. Though I think that's what they're called on Twitter yep. as well. Um, and she looked amazing. Oh, he looked amazing too, granted. But, but she looked incredible because she was wearing this dress that reminded me of the fruit pastels, ice lollies, or oh, yeah. the Zoom lollies, or, whatever, okay. you know, or the twisters, or yeah. a, basically a brightly coloured cylindrical ice lolly. And I went up to her and said, oh my God, you literally look like the best ice lolly that someone would eat inappropriately at work. <laughs> <laughs> you know those lollies that no one knows how to eat without looking like they're just noshing someone off. Well, I, can, I can assure you that they, that they have remembered this and then posted about it on Twitter today. It was really but sweet. Oh, she looked amazing. 
And I was like, you literally look like one of those lollies. And actually that came across a bit pervy, didn't it? Because it might have implied that I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> You're always a bit pervy anyway, dear. I think mm. I, I'm, I really wanted to catch up with them and I just, just didn't get around to it. And I think they left a bit early and it's always nice to yeah, hear a, a, it's impossible to get accent. around to everyone it really it is, is but... and it's impossible to know everything that goes on and that's it's like so much stuff going on and like what things are happening in one corner and then you hear about a whole different thing in another like room and you're like oh my god there was a photo booth and all this kind of stuff yeah. and it's impossible to do everything it was lovely but i really enjoy the opportunity to just chill out and not worry about having to host how about the opportunity to uh, kiss a million women i didn't kiss a million women all right how many did you kiss them did you say eight? No, it wasn't eight. It was nowhere near eight. Mm, me think you doth protest too much. I think it was, hang on, let me do some basic math here. Uh, uh, maybe four. Size. No, it was four, I think. <laughs> I think it was four. I am definitely counting at least six. Six? You're the one sat with swinger flu. Well, this is the thing, mm. uh, but I'm pretty sure it was only four. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway. It was a number between one and ten. <laughs> well, yeah, it was definitely less than it ten. It was definitely more than five. But, no, it, I don't think it was more I than five. I don't think it was. It really was. Well, but you know, you look like you're having a good night. So. I was having a good night, as were you. And don't pretend that you were all innocent and not making it I with wasn't, people. I wasn't innocent, but I was innocent with less than five people. Oh, okay. Is that mm. what it's about? Well, maybe I was just uh, <laughs> sort of balancing out from your behaviour the previous week. So I definitely think it was less than five or six. Okay. Well, we'll have to move on from that. Yeah. Because it's not. It's, it really is. But that's fine. I understand but that you, you've imagined stuff It doesn't stuff matter because, head. as I said, I'm the one sitting here with no cold and you're the one sitting here with swing of flu. Well, I might have just so picked up a cold from a random circumstance. That is basically calm. No, you woke up like four hours later going, that oh my God, That could have been the air God, conditioning in so the room. Ill. Could have been mm. the air conditioning in the room. Anyway, it's possible. Anyway, what I would say is that they did a smashing job of uh, and hosting. I think they're going to do another one. They're going to do another one, and we're going to chat to them to make sure we don't have any clashes and all that sort of stuff. But if you get the chance, go along to theirs, come along to ours. It's a shared community, pretty much. Lots of people go to both. So, yeah. Also, come to the um, penthouse party and 15 Shine. You can see them yourself. Yes, you can see them three people. Yes. And probably make out with them. We, we probably. Make no guarantee of it, but I'm sure <laughs> if you ask them nicely, they'd be open to the idea. Yeah. You know. When, so uh, they're going. We're whoring them out now for the sake of party tickets. And you can ask them yourself about yeah. their, their social plans. You can ask them direct how many people I made out with. Ah. There you well, go. There. here's a chance to find out. Go back to the CCTV and figure it out again. Anyways, so yeah, get in touch with them. Come along to their events. Come along to our events. Mm. And that'll be absolutely awesome. It was really nice. Actually, the next day we were able to chill out and hang around with Mr. and Mrs. C again. And have a nice, really nice little lunch at a pub. That's lovely. And that really rounded off the weekend marvellously. So overall, I think it's, you know, we had that really slutty weekend. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yep. Great. Weekend. Didn't get swing of flu that weekend. Uh, the old um, Oxford Social was really cool. Mm. Really good fun. Really recommend it. Did get swing of flu, but probably. Yeah. Or air conditioned flu. Or just to happen to get a bit of flu at the same time. Oh, I like, and a funny anecdote about that. The afternoon before we went for social, we went, just you and I went and had a pre-pre-pre-drink when we checked into our tiny hotel. Oh, yeah. To a little wine bar that was a, <laughs> a stone's throw away from the hotel where we were staying. And oh, it yes. was, there wasn't really much... 
and we didn't have time to go too far, but we wandered over and saw this um, very, very cute looking little wine bar and there was like tables and chairs outside the pavement. So we went over and the place was literally empty it apart was. from um, a table next to us with a dog. There was more than the dog. The dog wasn't there on its own, but there were people there too. Okay. Anyway, anyway, we went and it looked really nice and it had a great wine list. It was like one of those tomes that they, you know, they give you and it's like New Zealand wines and Chilean wines. So you'd say that by having a bottle, French wines we were a tome raider. Can I just have a bottle of Blue Nun, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's always reassuring when they give you this like beautifully like leather bound tome of wines. I'm like, brilliant, let's go and do this. So we had a bottle of wine together, mm-hmm. which is lovely. But then... Fuck me, the waiter comes out and oh my God, it's like your long lost friends from some fucking wine club. He wasn't really. I've never met him before. You know this, right? Well, he stayed with us for the entire duration of our wine date. (laughs) I swear you must have swapped numbers. No, we didn't. I was tempted to ask him along for social so he could continue (laughs) this decadent stroll through the vineyards of fucking Chile. So I think... So I just started chatting to him and I think I kind of locked in on that. He found so, a kindred spirit. Not just a kindred well, spirit. Being the he found word. you a kindred spirit yeah, he did. and he brought I, it out to you on the pavement. Exactly. <laughs> I think it was just a case of sometimes when like when you go to a social event, you get into that spirit of just chatting and you like the the sort of heavens align and you skilled are just waffle on about stuff and, and have an well, engaging he had conversation. The same skill, it seems. He did, he did very much so. But it was just for me that much, I was and I did tell you, I was like, I'm pre-socialing. I'm like, I'm getting into the zone. And it did, the conversation was flowing so easily. I'm like, this is going to be great. So when we go to the social, I'll be like totally on point. I'm fine. <laughs> and I was. But it, it was just that that sort of strange moment where because sometimes I feel nervous about like going to an event or a social or whatever and just chatting to all these people. And it's not easy always to start these conversations. But actually, I kind of hit the zone really early and then I was fine throughout the course of the evening. It was so funny though. He was, um, you you were waxing lyrical about cocktails that you both liked and he must have been in his element because the place was deserted and he probably thought, this is amazing. I get to talk about wine and get to talk about cocktails. Then he starts bringing out this little taster of a, a wine that he was talking about, a tomato wine. Uh, yeah, tomato-based spirit from Japan, I think. Trying to describe it to you and he said, tell you what, I'll go and get like I'll go and get the bottle and show you the bottle. But then he comes out with an actual little glass yeah. and he put a little bit in there. And then you were sat on the pavement, like smelling this glass and quaffing this little sample <laughs> that he bought you. And I was sitting there catching Pokemon because obviously there was an event. Um and I was just like, okay, just just crack on. You just crack on and enjoy your your wine tour with this individual. <laughs> it's fine. Well, it was, and I'll sit here and catch my Pokemon on the fine. streets of Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was it was just a really lovely it was twenty four really, hours. I think fair. And, we and, had some olives and we sat and enjoyed our wine. Yeah. And we got five minutes to talk to each other before we had to go. <laughs> I think we, we spent so much time chatting, oh, I spent so much time chatting to that guy and consuming the wine that we didn't really have very much time to get ready and go. No, I know. It was but funny it was, a, it was a really lovely weekend. In fact, both weekends were absolutely perfect and I couldn't ask for more. Well, I think I'll stick with you for a bit longer. For a bit longer. I enjoyed my weekends. Thank you. Okay. Well, coming up on the podcast, not this episode, but in future ones, we've, we're going to have a think about some nice questions for each other. Hopefully going to have some guests. Are you going to tell me the what I need to think about in advance? No, or you just no, I'm going just going to rock up and just ask you the questions. Uh, are you going to draw a Pokemon and I have to guess what it is? No, because that wouldn't really work for an audio <laughs> format. <laughs> but anyway, Mrs H, do you want to do your thing? I do. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. 
isn't it? I reckon you should um, launch Simba. your Mr. H sex line now. I could launch my sex line if you prefer. Your sex line. What's your mm. sex line about? Um, it's pretty censored because I Is don't say... Is it called Pokemum? Because <laughs> I don't say the words that people want to hear. I do not. No. What words? I'll say it for the benefit of this, right, which on. is pussy. Pussy. I don't like that. I All don't right. like the way you're saying it. Stop it. I don't like it. Pussy juice. No, absolutely not. <laughs> that is absolutely gross. And if anything, it's going to disappear inside me. Minge. Ah, uh, so I can live with minge. It's quite colloquial. I don't mind that. Blunge. No. Blamange. Blamange? Yeah, I just What are you doing with blamange? <laughs> what am I not doing with blamange? Oh, that's very retro. Have you? When have you last had blamange? It's essentially trifle. No. Same thing? No, it's very different. Trifle is custard. Uh, what's that? Blamange uh, is different. Okay. It's, um, we used to have it, I used to have it as a kid. Did you? For pudding. All right. Yeah. I used to have other things too, like Arctic roll. <laughs> <laughs> and a lump of coal and orange for Vianetta. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but blamange is like super retro. Okay. Yeah. Right, blamange and jelly. All right. But custard belongs in a trifle, not blamange. You know where custard belongs? <laughs> 